Thanks for joining us for Faith in Four Letter Words, where we talk about surviving the boys club, perfect poly and motherhood all while living in the fishbowl. I immediately go into news voice. I don't know why. I'm Amanda Goodman. (laughs) And I'm Tara Thomas. Yes, we are both former news ladies. So to launch this, we're going to talk about how we got to this point to become very close friends. And we must stress a very rare friendship for two former news chicks to be bonded as friends and not enemies. It's very unusual. We call it the unicorn friendship. And that's what, you know, when you and I are out to lunch, we go to lunch, you know, often or we'll be somewhere and it's kind of like lions in a cage. People are looking at us. But you are never friends with the anchor who you replaced after that anchor moves in. So why don't you you start because it was several years ago you were going to leave KWBL because you had a great opportunity with Waterloo Schools. So, I mean, that's where you and I met. And it was, I mean, I remember walking into the station and you and I have the same birthday. We yes. look eerily similar, except you got all the height and I am like your short, <laughs> uh, your, your vertically challenged friend. And so that's where we met. We met in Waterloo at the TV station. And we're both highlighted blondes. We both love gangster rap. Right. We both came from <laughs> other states and had, I would call a diverse background growing up around a lot of non-whites. Right. So we just had so many commonalities that it was meant to be that we formed a friendship. However, the industry and our experience in television news would speak against it. And I think that's because, unfortunately, it is such it's a it's an unfriendly business for women in the sense that you are constantly looking over your shoulder for that younger, thinner version of you right. that will work for twenty to fifty grand less. Right. So once I had that opportunity at forty to exit gracefully, my goal was always quit them before they quit Clear. you. And it was not a reflection directly on any management. It was just the reality of a business where you have a shelf life. Women do not get to age into their 60s and 70s as television personalities. It does not happen. You can't even count them on one hand across the country on local news. What aging female is still on the desk. It doesn't happen. Right. So my exit was by choice. And when that opportunity then came to leave, there's a thing called a contract that can be sticky in terms of how you extricate yourself from it. So I was fortunate that I was able to begin my new role only a month after my plan of, you know, starting, so to speak, which meant we, our time, overlapped by a month at KWWL. So imagine the person taking your job is still, you're still working, yet they're doing the job you've just done for how many years? And so it was awkward. But you and I both instantly, I think, made a choice. And thankfully, I saw in you, I didn't want to throw you to the wolves because Mm -hmm. I knew that there were others in your midst vying for your job who weren't going to welcome you with open arms Perhaps. Well, let's be completely transparent. Since there's no prompter on a podcast, (laughs) I was not greeted with open arms by some other females who at the time worked in that newsroom. They were not because some people there, they wanted your job after you left and they did not get it. And I got it instead. So then for them, it was, well, here they hired someone who looks very similar to Tara. She also has two children. Um, So there were people who were coming for me. Absolutely. And it was, thank God for you that you kind 
kind of said, okay, I'm going to be your wall. Here's what you need to know. And so you welcome me. But this is what people don't get. You and I are sitting in that small newsroom. And so you're sitting there working and they're running promos of me. <laughs> it was very <laughs> awkward. They're like, here is Amanda Goodman, the new anchor, which they were doing their job. You know, they have to get ready for, you know, for me to come and everything. But that was awkward. And you handled it with such grace because it was weird. I mean, I will never forget being in Dubuque for the fireworks show with Ron. <laughs> and you're on the news desk and you said, well, I'm going to introduce it. Let's throw it to Ron, who's in Dubuque with Amanda Goodman, my replacement. That is That takes... Like grace, like well, I mean, and let's think about what culturally is set up pitting women against one another. Some right. of you will know. Some of you are old enough to know the Jane Polly Deborah Norville debacle, whereby Deborah Norville ousts Jane Polly, and she was probably the last one to know. So yeah. we think about the sort of national trend of women being shoved aside and forgotten after they were, quote-unquote, icons in the world, in in the case of Jane Pauley, in broadcasting. So full disclosure, you have to understand this is a business where there are so few jobs available for on-air female talent, especially as news anchors. I mean, think about each community across the country that's even large enough to have a television station, and then only, you know, two to five women might hold that position if it exists for a woman, because sometimes males are solo anchors. So here you have a case where in a station, maybe five anchor jobs exist for women. So enter Amanda from another state and you are taking one of those spots. And so you are not going to be embraced by the women who then have missed that higher salary, that move up on the ladder opportunity. And if they want to land in that role, they're going to have to pack their bags and move out of Iowa or far away from the community where they might want to be entrenched because of some guy they met or some relative. And it's important to say that this is not just happening here. It was it was happening my entire my entire career, your entire career at different at different stops. It is women. They will they were undercutting. That business is tough because they will undercut in order, you know, they'll hold your head underwater in order for them to stay afloat and for them to look better. So you were the saving grace. But it's, I think the reason, correct me if I'm wrong, I always think that the anchor who comes in is the one who puts the wall up and doesn't want anything to do without outgoing anchor. Right. You're on the defense because you already assume that you're not going to be welcome. And then you also know who among me here wanted this job. So instantly right. you're meeting somebody as their adversary. Right. You got the job over me. Why? Well, she's fatter than me. She's not as cute as me. She's wearing a size 10 and I'm a size eight. I mean, that's the petty crap. It's like you're pulling that, the quotes right from my experience. <laughs> that's what spins right. in your mind because you are conditioned mm-hmm. to compare yourself purely on shallow level judgments. We all know the business is shallow, but you become so caught up in this insecurity and pettiness because that's somewhat of a survival technique. Right. I mean, you had to be aware of those realities. So, you know, enter you. And like you said, you you resembled me. So people behind your back and even on social media, viewers were saying, oh, they just got another Tara. Oh, they yeah. just wanted somebody who looked like Tara. They looked like Tara. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. That was, that was the other thing. And the one thing is that people will always say, I remember they were very gracious. Welcome, Amanda. Welcome, Amanda, you know, on social media. You know, we like you, but we really miss Tara. If you're not secure in your own skin, and I always was, I was never in competition with you. 
You know, it was like, yeah, they should miss Tara. I mean, how long? You were there for years and years. Like, you had, you know, you had left big shoes to fill. But I think once you, if you look at it, and I try to look at it like, she did great. I'm not trying to replace her. I'm not trying to be better than her. I'm trying to be the best version of myself. And you already had, from your previous experience as an anti-bullying advocate, you already had your shtick, so to speak, whereby you could make a name for yourself independent of, you know, the shadow of your predecessor. And so that does take two things. It takes somebody who is secure with with him or herself, but more so it takes a body of work and experience that you brought to the table where credibility was not in question. And I think that is what we are missing a lot in television today. People truly don't work their way up for these positions because young people are getting hired right out of college in markets where years ago you could not get hired in this market without previous experience in another market, in my case, two previous markets where I was a main female anchor and they wanted to hire me in 2002 as a weekend bureau reporter coming off of a main anchor gig. I mean, that's how much in 10 years the business has changed. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. scary. I just want to say I thank you. I mean, I, I thank you. I'm thankful for our friendship. I'm excited about this podcast. We have our speaking series about faith and four letter words because we're going to take people on this journey of this world that we survived, this boys club that we survived. Absolutely. And it, it, I mean, it was something and how when you living in the glass festival, people have this assumption that. Um, it is some kind of even if even though it's only local television news, the, people think it's this glamorous life. It is a cutthroat world, where at any level, at any level, and it's. I mean, you come out when if you come out, you come out on the other end, you know, stronger, and you're a little salty, a little bitter. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of like so now it's kind of it's nice to cut the strings from you know the puppet strings off. Absolutely. So I'm excited for what we're going to do. And we have definitely have a lot to talk about. First of all, I really want to thank Pixel Labs. They are really making us uh, sound good. I, I wish we I looked better on the video, but that has nothing to do with <laughs> Pixel Labs. It's all me and all the tater tots that I eat. But Perfect Polly, we're going to get to her in another podcast because she pointed that out the other day. Um, and Hawkeye Community College. The What a great setup. This setup... This, Very professional. The, well, this equipment is nicer than any. It's it is. I mean, it's nicer. The, than the mic doesn't have a jaded <laughs> emblem on the side of a flag that's been broken in the field and never replaced. Over and over, our, <laughs> our young reporting days, isn't that? But that's going to wrap up the unicorn friendship that you and I have, and I'm thankful that we are tight. But that's going to wrap up the first episode. I mean, we could probably go on forever. Absolutely, and I look forward to it. I More to come. 